Welcome to Soul Talk, soulful conversations exploring who you are, why you're here, and how to live your most authentic life. My name is Coop Blackson, nationally best-selling author of You Are The One, transformational teacher, and your host. I invite you to subscribe to the Soul Talk podcast for weekly inspiration from me, where I will share with you some powerful ideas, thoughts, and practical life wisdom to help you live life more fully, freeing yourself from your past, reclaiming your power, and living your true life's purpose. You can also go to www.coopblackson.com, enter your name and email to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment. Let's get started with Soul Talk. Welcome back, folks, to another very special episode of the Soul Talk podcast. It's always great to connect and share inspiration with you along your path. I really hope that you are enjoying the weekly Soul Talk episodes. Uh, If you are, I would love for you to leave a review uh, on iTunes and let folks know uh, what you most enjoy about the Soul Talk episode. As you know, each week, my intention is to bring you information, insights, inspiration, and guests that I really feel can assist you in living more authentically and more soulfully in your life. There's a lot of podcasts that will help you uh, develop your mindset. There's a lot of podcasts that will help you simply manifest what you want, or I should say what you think you want based on who you think you are. But I really believe that unless we are truly in touch with our soul, the authentic nature of our being, uh, then life will often be unfulfilling. And this this is why I called my podcast Soul Talk. In today's episode, it's an episode I'm looking forward to, uh, I'm going to be sharing some tips and some advice on how to write a best-selling book. Uh, many of you over the years have messaged me, emailed me, wanting my advice on the process of writing a book, how to get a book done, how to get a book complete, what it is, what it takes, what the process has been for me in terms of uh, completing my books. I've written two books up until now, both bestsellers, and uh, it's been quite a process. And so today I just wanted to take a few minutes and share a few bits of information about writing your book or a book that you might have in mind that I think can help you along your book writing journey. Uh, Some of you may know, uh, I wrote a national best-selling book called You Are the One in 2016, which came out with major publisher Simon & Schuster. I also wrote a best-selling book called The Magic of Surrender that recently came out with the amazing Penguin Random House, the biggest publisher in the world. And uh, both books have been inspiring people, and both books were actually uh, ended up being much different than I thought. So for me, the publishing and book writing journey has been quite a path. From a very young age, uh, books have been an inspiration to me. And so as a young boy, I always dreamed of writing a powerful, impactful, inspirational, self-help, spiritual, personal development book that would impact people's lives. Uh, This was in my vision and my visualizations as a young boy. When I first picked up my first self-help book, which was a book called Creative Visualization by uh, 
I call her an original OG author called Shakti Gawain. We're talking about before The Secret, before The Law of Attraction was popular. This was a woman that was writing about how thoughts affect your reality and how through visualization you can manifest in your life. And this was, you know, I think she wrote the book, must have been in the in the 80s at some point. But I read the book when I was eight years old and it really had an impact in my life. So there is a power in the written word. There is a power in books. There is a power in your ability to impact people through your story and your ideas through the medium of a book. And so I had a dream and a vision from a very young age. And it's it's really, I can't tell you how fulfilling it is to receive messages and know that a book I wrote from the depth of my heart has been touching you, touching people from around the world, and also people that I will never know, people that I will never meet. So here's what I want you to know. If you're someone and you desire to write a book, if you're someone and you're not sure if you have a book inside of you, but you're considering, if you've written a book, if you are in the process of writing a book, there might be a few things that you can uh, glean from today's episode and uh, just sharing my process with you around book writing. I believe that we all have a book inside of us, whether we end up writing a book in our lifetime, we all have a book inside of us. And in fact, I think as a human being incarnated into this human experience, we incarnate in order to grow, learn and evolve. And if we are awake, if we are aware, we are all learning lessons, whether we are conscious of them or not. And I actually think, I, I say this uh, tongue in cheek, I think it should almost be required for every human being at some point in their life to write a book sharing the wisdom, the insights, the lessons and the learnings that they have uh, they have experienced and gleaned from their process of being a human being. Could you imagine, folks, the a depth of wisdom and insight if we literally had 7 billion people and uh, even prior to this moment, all the people that came before, all the souls that incarnated for centuries now, if every single person wrote a book and the, that book of information and learning and lessons was able to be uploaded and stored in a human library, wouldn't that be truly amazing? And that we all had access to this information from every soul. I think that would be so incredible, the learning, the exponential growth. And so I really believe that whether you write a book or not, we all have a book inside of us. We all have a book inside of us, and I just want that to be acknowledged. And your book, your unique expression, your book will be different from anyone else's book. And many times uh, I've seen that folks don't write a book because they think, well, so-and-so already wrote it, Coot wrote it, you know, Deepak wrote it, uh, Covey wrote it. Uh, Marianne Williamson wrote, someone else already wrote the book and, and so much information is out there. But what is important to acknowledge is that your message and your story and the way in which you write through your unique lens, ego, conditioning, identity, personality, perspective will never be like anyone else's. And so even if the information is universal, the information is similar, the way it's expressed through you and your perspective, the voice, the lens will be unlike any human being who's ever lived on the planet. And there are people that need to hear the message, hear the teaching, hear the ideas in the way that only you can express. And so 
A book, you see, is an opportunity to express your soul. A book is an, an opportunity to express what you've learned, to distill what you've learned, to share uh, what you've learned with other people for the benefit of humanity to serve an impact in some way. I actually think it's selfish to not write a book. See, many times people write books for the wrong reasons. They want to be wealthy. They want to be famous. They want validation. They want acknowledgement. They're writing books because just everyone else is writing a book. And I think it's important that in the initial exploration of, of writing a book, you really get clear on what your motivation is and why. You get clear on what is my motivation and why, because if you're not clear on that, then likely the, the, the content of the book won't arise and come from an authentic place. If you're not clear on why, you won't put in the effort and you won't be able to follow through. And this is why I think many people don't follow through because they're writing for the wrong reasons. You won't be able to truly follow through on the hard work it takes to sit yourself down and write the book and grind through the resistances that you will face that will be difficult. It's challenging. It's not easy. Uh, you, you will want to give up in the process so many times. And so if you're not clear on your true motivation for writing a book and you're just writing it to write it, you're writing it because mm, someone else thinks you should or you're comparing yourself to someone else, then likely you won't complete the book. And I think that's why many people don't complete writing a book. So firstly, get clear on your why. Get clear on your motivation. For me, uh, writing a book has always been a dream, but writing a book has always been a deep desire more than trying to make money. Writing a book has been a deep desire to serve, to impact, to inspire people. And that deep impact of imagining people's souls transform, imagining people inspired, imagining uh, people who might, might, folks might that might want to give up or be suicidal or or be in such a stuck place, read my information and something, a light bulb turns on, you know, something lights up. For me, that, uh, that moment, that desire to impact is a mission. And that's part of what drives me in terms of writing my book, especially in the moments I don't feel like sitting down to write. So get clear on your motivation, get clear on your why. Number two, I think it's important. This is an idea I want you to reflect on. Your job is actually to not write the book. Your job, let me repeat, is not to write the book. I really believe that the book that you are meant to write, the authentic book that, that emerges from your soul, not what you think you should write, not what would simply be great marketing, the book that you are truly here to write uh, is something that chooses you, is something that emerges from inside of you. You see that I found in writing my two books so far, there is a soul uh, inside of the book. There is a soul of the book, shall we say, that is, and there is a book that is seeking to be written through you. And really, you are the vessel. So part of your job is to get yourself out of the way and really open yourself up to be of service to the book that is seeking to be written, not simply the book that you thought you should be writing. So for instance, with The Magic of Surrender, I remember uh, writing and brainstorming so many ideas on a whiteboard. And I had you know thousands, hundreds, if not thousands of different thoughts, ideas, quotes, um, 
there's things I've been thinking about over the last few years, and I threw that on a whiteboard and different topics and thought, oh, that book would sell, or this great angle would sell, or people would love that, or that that would be a unique niche or best-selling concept or idea. And there were all of these ideas I had. Uh, but there was one day when I just got myself out of the way, and without projection or judgment or attachment, I was simply looking at this whiteboard that I had pinned up on a wall. And it was literally, folks, as though the soul, and I repeat, the essence, the energy, the soul of the book revealed itself to me. And I knew that the book that I was meant to write was about surrender. This was not the book I thought I was going to write. This was not the book I even wanted to write. But when I really felt into the authentic energy and the flow and the rightness of it, I knew that the book that was seeking to be birthed through me was surrender. And when I really stepped back and got my ego out of the way, and I looked at my life, I looked at my mother, I looked at my father, I looked at my childhood, I looked at my upbringing, I looked at so many of the things that I had lived in my lifetime, I saw that life had been preparing me to write this book and 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 write this book in in a unique way with a unique angle with a unique perspective and everything came into place even the title of the book for magic of surrender i had brainstormed many different titles about surrender that that i thought would be catchy and sexy and sellable and again the soul of the book the soul of the title revealed itself and it was pure and simple the magic of surrender if you want the magic you have to surrender and letting go leads to more. And many times we want the magic. Magic could be more joy, more abundance, more prosperity, but we don't want to surrender. And surrender is the password to freedom. And so when I really got that, I saw that, wow, this book has a life and an energy of its own that my job, your job as an author is to follow the energy, to follow the soul, to follow the essence of the book and simply be a vessel, a vehicle and be in service of the book that is seeking to be written. This is key. How can you be of service to the book that's seeking to be written? Many times we project with our mind, with our ego, the book we think we should be writing, and that we get attached to that idea. And, it, and, and that attachment gets in the way of true inspiration. That attachment gets in the way of true innovation. That attachment gets in the way of the flow of inspiration flowing through us and, and being used. And so, once you open yourself to be a vessel and a vehicle for the creative idea and impulse to express through the book that is seeking to be written, your job then is to say yes to the book. Your job is to say yes to the book. Many times we resist it, say yes to it, get yourself out of the way. Many times we question it, we negotiate, we rationalize. Something powerful happens when you simply say, universe, I say yes to the book that is seeking to be written. And then commit. The next step, folks, is I think it's so important. Many times there is a myth that I hear a lot of people say when they write a book or any creative endeavor. They wait for the inspiration. They wait until they're inspired. They wait until they catch a creative flow of inspiration. Then they want to write. And the amount of people that I have heard say this and the amount of people in, in sort of correlation that end up not writing a book is huge, it's huge. There's so many incredible people that have incredible stories and information that end up not writing a book because they're following their mood. I call it the myth of feeling like it. I just don't feel like it. I'm not in the mood. I don't feel the flow. I don't feel the inspiration. 
folks, what I have found is to truly fulfill the, the creative, the invisible into the visible, the creative into reality, you must commit to the project, you must commit to the book, and what that really means, what does that look like in daily reality, what it looked like for me, is committing to, to writing daily, whether I felt like it or not. Let me repeat, committing to writing daily, whether I felt like it or not. That is the key. There were moments, folks, where I really didn't feel like writing. The truth is a confession. Uh, I, I don't love writing. I love speaking. I love communicating. Writing for me is a slower process because I have to sit and uh, it's slower than the process of writing. It's a different medium. So it, it, it can be a challenge for me to really sit and write. But, but what's key is the commitment to writing daily, to sitting down, whether you feel like it or not, and make writing, it's like make it a choice to no longer be a choice. When it's a choice, it it, it allows space in your mind for negotiation, for back and forth. When you make it where it's no longer a choice, and you say, this is what I'm going to do, whether I feel like it or not, that might mean sometimes you're not inspired, but you sit down at your desk with your laptop or however you choose to write, and you sit down and you sit there and you begin. What I have found is there's many times I didn't feel inspired up front, but when I started and I got that engine moving, the creative juices started flowing, the creative juices started moving with a little time, with a little energy, I caught the flow, I caught the wave. I caught the wave not because I was sitting on the beach or the sidelines, I caught the wave because I, I jumped into the ocean. Committing to writing daily, and not waiting for the inspiration or not waiting for the mood. This is your full participation. Brings you into the ocean, brings you into the creative flow. That's when grace, and that's when I believe many times inspiration catches fire in the process of participation. So don't wait till you're inspired. Commit, and you will often find that that discipline of commitment, things will open and inspiration will catch fire because you are sparking the process. Many folks wait and the book never happens. And many people die with a book inside of them. The other thing about writing that I found really helps me in the process of writing itself is give yourself permission to suck. Give yourself permission to be bad. Give yourself permission to be terrible. Many times we want to write the perfect sentence, the perfect paragraph, and we sit there staring at the screen in an analysis of paralysis, trying to be perfect, and the perfectionism uh, hijacks us and keeps us stuck. If you're going to try to write the perfect sentence, the perfect paragraph, a complete page, complete chapter, you will block your own flow. What I have found is important is when you give yourself permission to suck and be terrible at the process of writing, what will happen? And you just allow yourself to dump, to vomit, to just get your thoughts, your emotions, your feelings out. It can be messy. It can be terrible. Get it out. Get it out on paper. Get it out on the screen. Get it out on the page. When you get it out without any judgment, let go of any judgment, don't edit, don't think, dump. The first stage is you dump your thoughts, feelings, emotions, ideas on the page. You dump everything. Then you step back. Then you step back and you reflect and you digest. When you get it out, at least now it's out. When you get it out, realize you can always edit later. When you get it out, don't judge, don't criticize. Step back and get a little, a little space. 
There are many things I wrote that I hated. There are many things that I wrote that I thought was terrible. There are many things that I wrote that I thought was a waste of time. But you know what's interesting, folks? When I actually stepped back, maybe gave it a day or two, then I went back to read some things I wrote. What was amazing was when I went back to read it, I thought, huh, this is not so bad. It's not as bad as I initially thought when I wrote it. And so uh, don't be too hard on yourself and block yourself with your tendency for perfection or judgment. Get your information out. Give yourself permission to write terribly and write badly. After you've uh, put all your information on the page, then you can go and edit, 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 edit. Once you've edited to the, this is what I do, once I've edited to the best of my ability that I feel I've taken it as far as I can, that's when usually I'll, I might share it with friends and this is where I get feedback. It's really after this process that I take the time to get feedback. Feedback is simply to see how the writing is landing. Feedback is the opportunity to, to see how I can improve it, make it better, to see how I can make it more relevant, more impactful, more direct, speak more clearly to the person or the audience that I am writing for. Because ultimately, uh, it, it, it's not simply writing for yourself. It's writing to impact people and inspire people. And if they don't understand then it's important to, then it defeats the purpose and it's important to, to adjust and communicate in a way that they can get your point. And so this is when um, I might have uh, three or four people who are in the zone of my target reader, in the zone of my audience, I'll have them read it and feel and get a feeling. A feeling? There's a, a few things I look for. How, how do they feel when they read it? What do they understand? And what value do they receive? And what did the writing inspire them to do? Were they inspired to take action? If they weren't inspired to do something, then this is something I need to shift. And so getting feedback is key. When you get feedback, you don't have to justify, you don't have to defend. Just because they give you feedback that may not be favorable doesn't mean it's correct. Take all the feedback and then you can implement and use what helps and serves to improve, to go back in, to improve, to edit, to adjust. Don't be attached to what you wrote. This is a key. Don't be attached to what you wrote. Be attached to what works. Be attached to what works for your reader. And if it works, keep going in that direction. The other thing I, I have found helpful in my writing process, folks, is uh, setting a completion time. I don't like to call it a deadline because dead just sounds dead. Uh, a completion time. Many times people don't set a completion time and I'll speak to certain friends and six years later, eight years later, they're telling me, could I'm writing my book. I'm still writing my book. I think it's important that when you set out with that intention of writing, you put a timeline of six months, eight months, three months, four months, 12 months, whatever you feel is realistic for your completion so that you can set yourself up for success and complete the first draft. Set a, a timeline of completion. This will help you get it done. When you complete, that registers in your, in your mind as a success 
And even if it may not be perfect, it registers as a success, a congratulations. Then you can build success, can build on success. But when there's a never-ending timeline of completion of, well, I write my book whenever I write my book and it gets done whenever it gets done, there's never any completion. There's never any success. And that feedback loop of completion, success doesn't get to grow and the trust doesn't get to build. So set a realistic timeline for the completion of your project. You know, folks, for me, it's been an amazing journey of writing uh, my book. Uh, for instance, even when I wrote You Are The One, uh, I sold my book to Simon & Schuster. There was a point where the publisher said, uh, we want you to make some adjustments. And then I made some adjustments. We want you to make some more adjustments and made some more adjustments. I had written a particular kind of book that was more information-based. And what I realized is they wanted me to write a completely different kind of book. If you've read You Are The One, if you haven't, check it out. It is based on and framed around my journeys to India. I used to do these one-on-one -on -one intensive journeys to India where I take away your money, your passport, or you have a backpack, a pair of clothes, you write your will in case you don't come back and you're stuck with me 24-7. And so the entire book ended up as that, but it wasn't that when I sold it. It wasn't that in my mind. And at first, I wasn't open to writing about these liberation experience, I call them, India journeys, because I thought that would never translate on the page. But when my publisher said, this is what she felt made me unique, this is what she felt was so unique and different, when I sat with it again, a similar thing happened. When I really meditated on it, I could feel the soul of the book was seeking to move in that direction. And when I really, 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 really felt that, I had to once again surrender to the book that was seeking to be written with you are the one. Then also check this, folks, my publisher said, I had a different title, I won't share what it is, I had a completely different title. My, my publisher said, you know, based on some of your writing, what really pops out to me is this title, You Are The One. And I said, hell no, that will never be the title. I hate it. And then again, I stepped back. And I think it's so important that we get ourselves out the way. We don't get attached to anything. We only get attached to what works, what serves the audience and the message. And I really felt into that the book was supposed to be called You Are The One. And the format of the book, the publisher was right. The format of the book was supposed to be different than I had originally intended. Sometimes what you intend is not what is seeking to happen. And I think when you truly are here to serve, then your job is to follow the energy of the universe and how life wants to express through you. Folks, if you have a book, go do it. Commit to it. There are souls that are waiting to read your book. And by you not writing your book out of fear, sometimes you make the book about, oh, what will people think? To help with that, focus on being of service. When you make it about you, you will stay in fear, judgment, criticism, don't want to put myself out there. But when you really feel the souls, feel the souls of those that will read your book, feel the souls of those that need to hear your journey, feel the souls by you not putting your book out there in the world, your content, your gifts out there in the world, the world will be forever different. And there are souls that will be forever altered. Let the souls of those that will be inspired by your book pull you forward. Folks, I hope you enjoyed today's short Soul Talk episode. Some inspiration for writing your book. Share this episode with anyone in your life that you feel would benefit, folks. And if you haven't checked out my new book, The Magic of Surrender, you can get it on Amazon. I look forward to connecting with you soon. Much love. 
If you've enjoyed this episode of Soul Talk, please do share the podcast with all of your friends. Let everyone know and make sure you download Soul Talk today. I'm looking forward to next week where I'll get to share more inspiration with you. Meanwhile, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or social media. You can find out more about my work at www.cooplaxon.com. If you feel ready to take your life to the next level, join me at my exclusive event in Bali, www.boundlessblissbali.com, where you can find out more and apply. Also, make sure to remember to download my free two-part video training series and learn the ultimate secrets to happiness and fulfillment at coopblackson.com. Sending you all big hugs and love now.